Hello! You're listening to The Dungeon Boys, a group of seven friends telling a story Dungeons and Dragons style. This podcast can get pretty gnarly and is intended for adults only. Content warnings can always be found in the episode description. This is our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. It is a homebrew campaign blending aspects of science fiction and high fantasy, and we are extremely lucky to have our first guest star in this unique world back for another episode. Hi, thanks so much for having me. My name is Tanner Azanero. I am the uh, host of, uh, or one of the hosts of Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast. Uh, super excited to be back here playing my character, Ephraim Axian. Uh, now that I can say that, uh, since he's been revealed since last episode. Uh, excited to be back again, and just uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. And now we'll go ahead and move to the boys. I was always waiting for Tanner to just be like, after he said, oh, Tanner from Foes of Fables, he'd be like, I'm Tanner from Foes of Fables. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mike. <laughs> what is going on, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between? My name is Grant, and I am your golden dragonborn barbarian, Kathal Tarash. Um... Thank you for listening. Uh, we are all the way at episode 13, and we can't wait for another 13, so here we go. Hey guys, it's me, Lindsay, coming at you live, playing Six the Tabaxi Rogue in episode 13. Thanks for listening and joining. You just said coming at you live, and I want to say coming at you pre-recorded. <laughs> that's tr- that's actually true. <laughs> I, should, I should stop saying that. <laughs> Who do I play again? Pants. Pants. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> what year is it? I I can't do it today. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't. I'm so so hyped up on caffeine right now. Okay. So jacked okay. up on Mountain Dew. Sorry. Hi guys, this is Ellie. I play Pants, the Cobalt Artificer on Stardust Echoes. Hey everyone, this is Dylan. I'm playing Temple, the Warforged Monk, and I'm so happy you're here. Aw. Aw, I know that was yeah. precious. Dylan just Dylan just melts our hearts every day. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. He does. The heart melter. Just the heart melter. Your heart melters, your heartbreakers, what are we gonna do, right? <laughs> that's our that's our own intro. Sad boy, sad boy. He pulls out the sad boy facts, even when there's no sad boy. Facts. I love that one. <laughs> Keep it. Uh, hello, my name is Arland. I will be playing Valen, the winged tiefling warlock, um, and just excited to be here. Excited to have Tanner on for one more episode before we kill him. Can't wait to get killed. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Been looking forward to it. Hey everyone. Anthony. Oh no. Anthony. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? As soon as I heard the leather crunch, yep. <laughs> yeah. it's Anthony here. You're a sweet, sweet half elf ranger. Just got a little dragon baby the other day, and uh, very much looking forward to uh, you know making making him my little best friend in the game. Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Justine, and I will be your dungeon master for this campaign. And now, we proudly present episode 13 of Stardust Echoes.
Last episode, the crew had ventured deep into the sea cave along the coast to find the first piece of the cannon called the Tracker. Whilst trudging through half-flooded caves, they awakened a human within an old cryosleep chamber and met Ephraim Axion, a portal cleric who had been frozen in time for almost 300 years. After tense introductions, they are interrupted by the roar of a dragon. They pressed forward to meet the great sea dragon Braxtinian, who sat upon a pile of treasures, which included the cannon's tracker. With quick thinking and scattered teamwork, they were able to slyly grab the tracker while Ephraim shot a portal at Grayson and also slipped him a dragon's egg. The minute Grayson's hand touched the egg, he was bonded to a rare blue dragon that hatched only moments later. The group quickly made a run for it, and Braxtinian pursued them. In a last-ditch effort to escape, Grayson shoved his sleeve up, touched the demonic tattoo, and called out to Tarith. The party was transported back to their ship, with the demon prince's laughter ringing in their ear. You all feel the effects of the transportation, the magic sliding off of your skin, and you are back in your ship. Welcome back, question mark. I am in much confusion as you are, Jigalda. Uh, Grayson, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> I asked for help, and it was clearly given. I must ask who this intruder is. This is Ephraim. He's with us. Also, what is that large item? And as you all look around, there's a huge wicker basket, like three feet wide around, with a big bow on it, but it has a white sheet covering the contents. And that was not there before. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go over and walk over and open it. You should open it? Yeah, I just want to pull the sheet off and see what it is. Uh-oh. Ah, oh, I'm just messing with you. Oh my god. Valen walks over, the whole the whole team watching him, and he whoosh, lifts the sheet off this, and it's a giant gift basket. There is a letter with a tack to the top. And as you can all see, this beautiful cursive handwriting on this slightly burnt piece of paper that says the humblest you are welcome to you all. Please enjoy the goods and your new tattoo, Grayson. Don't worry, the gifts are on me, as I am the most doting of demons and devils. Oh, Postscript, Lilith sends her regards. Oh, shit. Oh. That's not good. Valen, do you read this to everyone? I read everything but the postscript part. Okay. Grayson, hearing the enjoy your new tattoo, quickly starts, like, pulling up his sleeves looking for the new tattoo. <laughs> Yeah, so before you had this nice forearm tattoo, yeah. it has now extended and you have a full sleeve. Great. Ooh, fuck yeah. Sick. Hot. Um, to add some flavor, um, as I read that part, the postscript part, and then my hand like crunches a little bit, and then the crystal glows, and then the letter kind of just ignites and then just burns. <laughs> rude. So rude. And in, in like, in like frustration kind of thing. A little angry there, Valen? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't... Uh, I don't trust this this fucking I just don't trust them. But there's muffins. <laughs> Neither do I, but it's it's 
good to can i insight valen and kind of just get a sense of the maybe difference between him and the rest of the party absolutely anyone who wants to insight valen can i feel like grayson and pants already kind of started to say something yeah, so they can i'll do it i'll insight first roll of the game that's first roll i got a 12 a 12 okay let's fucking go dude there you go torash are you still do you still have exhaustion? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he dude. does. God damn it. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to lose a nat 20. You can take that nat 20 and shove it right up your ass. Is what <laughs> Last session, you had the disadvantage two nat 20s. So really, you're goaded like forever. Yeah, that's what I was That's what I was hoping for. How come our insights always towards Valen are never good? We can never <laughs> we can never get anything out of Demon him. magic. Is anyone else rolling? Is it just going to be Torash, Grayson, and Pants? I'll roll because six is always suspicious of that. Tweefling. <laughs> and Temple isn't. Ooh. Six rolls at 18. Yeah, Torash rolled a 16. Okay, so it'll be six and Torash. You notice that when he read out loud, his eyes kept moving like he was still reading and that he's hiding something. Mm. for pants and Grayson just seems like he's frustrated yeah you don't have a why behind it Valen I I understand more than most being frustrated and doing something rash but with Tarith in particular I think it'd be best to save whatever pieces of writing he gives us for the future just for our own record keeping it seems like a smart thing to do when dealing with demons and devils yeah sorry it's just this new like you know frustrating and i got energies coming from this crystal that i don't understand and sometimes i just can't control myself yeah i feel i have to interject why are you dealing with people such as a devil in this way (sighs) it wasn't intentional We were tricked, essentially, into making a deal with Tarith initially, and I just made a second deal with him, fearing for our lives and the life of this, and I pull out from under my cloak the little blue dragon baby. (laughs) Well, I apologize for not acting sooner than I could have gotten us out of there in a similar way, but... It's okay. Hopefully this deal you've made doesn't sour any further your situation. Nah, probably will. I appreciate all the help you've been so far, Ephraim, and also for for this. How long have you had that egg for? Well, seeming as I've been in cryosleep for about 300 years. I guess, I mean, I guess 300 years, but we... <laughs> When we were attacked, <laughs> when we were, when we were attacked, I was given this egg by my superior and told to keep it safe. And I guess it was lost with me to time. I don't, you wouldn't know this, Ephraim, because it's been 300 years since you've been in the system, but blue dragons, they're extinct. Wouldn't I also know that, though, from way back then? Like, that's like an old school thing, too. Okay. All eggs in this this dimension are trans like transparent. They're basically like a, a pale white, milky white 
for dragon eggs. You don't know what your dragon is when, until it comes out. So it's not like he grabbed a blue egg. It was a it didn't have any color. And when the blue dragon came out, that is a blue dragons are instinct extinct. You're correct. And it's been thousands of years. So he would have known that, too. Okay. Grayson. OK. From my time, these blue dragons were also gone from existence. So truthfully, I am not sure how this came into my possession. Uh, would, would I have any suspicion as to. Um, my superior who gave this to me, possibly knowing that this was a blue dragon or I don't know, maybe maybe some kind of insight into some weird conspiracy or something as to this randomly extinct creature coming into my possession. Yeah. Roll insight or history, whichever you feel more comfortable. Uh, definitely insight because it's a plus 10. 17. Still rolling like garbage. It's very odd for the head of the dragon riders to be carrying an egg, especially in a battle type situation. Um, so there's something off about it. However, there would be no inkling of the type of dragon inside. Okay. So definitely something weird where I should not have had this egg. All right. No. Okay. The eggs are kept very in a very sacred nest place on the planet of Moss mm-hmm. that the dragon riders guard fiercely. Got so it. him having an egg is extremely weird. Got it. And, and, and last session you said that this was technically a wild dragon, like, Writers aren't supposed to bond with wild dragons because that's it's dangerous. Yeah, it's super dangerous. Yeah. So you the dragons that dragons are extremely intelligent, right? They provide the eggs that they think they can tell the traits will bond well with the races that the dragon riders because there's only 13 dragon riders. It's not like there's a ton of them. Yeah. Him bonding and this dragon wanting him back is extremely rare. Yeah. And I, I would know that, uh, Navar Rendar was the one who got me that egg, yeah? Correct. Was was Navar the leader at that point? Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, our first in command had been killed already in the combat, so Navar had given me this egg sort of out of nowhere, but it was such a rush to survive, I, I didn't question it at the time. Well, you might be pleased to hear that Navar's still in command of the dragon riders to this day um uh, navar lives navar lives i've met him a handful of times in my life and he's on moss he's as far as i'm aware unless he's off world on a mission i need to see him immediately if we can get off world my family can't protect us on moss and the writers can protect us on Moss, too, until we figure out what's going on. But I think this, and I hold up the little baby blue dragon, this has to mean something. A blue dragon coming back into the world after being extinct for thousands of years, this has to signal some kind of change in the system. I don't know what, but I think we're now at the center of it. Well, Navar clearly knows something that I did not in a moment where he gave me access to this egg. I um I think Ephraim like sits if there is a place to sit and just kind of like probably for the first time and you guys w- it would probably come across too in his stature that it's the first time that he not only has kind of let his guard down but also just been kind of like without n- knowing what to do and without direction uh just kind of lets himself sit for a second. Pants goes over to him and gives him a muffin. 
Aw. <laughs> did you get the muffin from the gift basket? Yes. There's other things in there, so I will tell you once this conversation's done. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> did we just assume that there's muffins in the gift basket? There are muffins in the gift basket. There is, actually. There's always muffins in the <laughs> gift basket! <laughs> Pants, uh, this looks like a delicious muffin. Thank you, but I... I don't know if I want to consume something from a, a devil's bakery. I don't eat gluten. It's okay. I've had three and everything's oh, been Jesus fine. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Pants, um, <laughs> you need to go throw up right now, Pants. Get the hydrogen peroxide. Pants, <laughs> pants, pants we have to go make hold you throw up. Open, More gluten magma. <laughs> Get the apomorphine. Oh Wait, God. Six wants to interject. Um... <clears throat> I hate to break up your little Dragon Rider love fest here, uh, but Portal Boy, you said um, that you could have gotten us out of there sooner than you did, um, and without us having to uh, beseech a demon. Um, excuse me and forgive me for not wanting to frolic through the fields and hold hands with you, but it seemed a little bit like you were less wanting to help us back there and more wanting to feed us to that dragon if he commanded it. So I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused where, where your alliance is here. Are you a friend of ours or? I just got you out of that cave with that dragon. I got Grayson. A quick well, escape. a demon did. I got Grace in a quick escape out of that room, and I charged forward to distract the dragon so you all could leave. Hmm. Well, just know I'm keeping my eye on you. Go ahead. What's your name again? <laughs> Ephraim. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> well, it's great that we got out of there, but it is a pain that we have to go back for the tracker. We don't. We really do need... What? I pull it out. Ah, that is convenient, and uh, I think <laughs> Grace, <laughs> Grace, uh, Temple reaches out and, and grabs it. Um, I hand it over. And uh, I think is going to properly inspect it. Uh, do you think there's a way we can kind of install that into our systems with Jigalda? Maybe she can amplify it in some way? Could be. I'm going to take a look. Jigalda, can you help me with this? Of course, Temple. Pants, you want to go ahead and uh, maybe help out with that too? Pants has to go throw up. <laughs> you have to throw up those muffins, Pants. I'm sorry. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I'll hold your horns. Those are devil muffins. <laughs> I took the liberty of assessing the threat, and those muffins seem quite scrumptious. I think you're all right. Are you, are you mm. sure? Maybe, ma are maybe you Pants sure? just ate too many. <laughs> maybe ate too many one sitting. And he goes over and throws up out the door, and glue, blue glitter magma just Yay! comes streaming out. <laughs> it's for the best. It hits like a pocket of water in the swamp, and you just see sparkles just shoot <laughs> out. Oh, fireworks! <laughs> I have to get out of here. <laughs> um, at that point, uh, you hear shuffle, 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 trinkle, and Inferna Jones is sniffing at the basket, trying to get her nose in it. Um, and I think this little blue dragon finally notices the puppy yeah. and just oh, <laughs> at the puppy. Oh. <laughs> Not great. He's he's currently just kind of like sitting on my shoulder too. He's just Look, he's just chilling. They want to be friends. I don't think that's what that sound means. Are you sure? A friend <laughs> wants the food. Grayson. Yes. So what 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 uh um as that's happening um you'll hear the hissing whatever and you'll kind of feel a little little taps on your shoulder and uh 
you look over and you'll see Sir Charles just kind of also looking <laughs> and trying to see what this whole commotion is, trying to trying to see what's going on. He he, he looks like the little gerbil currently, right? Yeah, he has a, a chinchilla. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. a chinchilla. chinchilla yeah. yeah. Top hat on. Gerbil. Oh my god. Oh hello. Do you know what a chinchilla is? Me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know what a chinchilla is. Okay. Efren's just like, what are all these tiny little creatures? Why do they have so many of them? <laughs> yeah, where's Fidget? Where's Fidget? Fidget's currently like draping a cold cloth over pants as he vomits. He's like yeah. my nurse. <laughs> Getting you some Pedialyte. No. Sponsored by Abbott and Proven. Yes. Hell yes. Six is holding pants' horns right now. <laughs> it's okay, little guy. <laughs> Is anyone gonna look in the gift basket? Yes, Grayson. Grayson goes to look at the gift basket. I go over with Grayson to look at it. I do the same. Someone look at the gift basket. <laughs> Just damn it! I made so this gift basket for you. Someone it's fucking look at it. We we blow it up. We we do to it Maybe what creator. we did to Sam the AI. We just office space no. it. <laughs> we no. have Torash burn the basket. Look in the basket. <laughs> Light it up. No, no. we look. In the we look in the basket. What's in the basket? What's in the basket? Okay. So the basket has indeed an array of muffins, cookies, and cupcakes. There is a bottle of one of the most expensive champagnes you can find on Invinia. There is a vial of poison. Poison? Citizenship papers to V7, which are extremely rare because it's the most... That V7 is the most like cut-off planet from the rest of the system. For all of are us? Are these papers filled out? Yeah. They are blank. It is one set. Ooh. How many is in a set? It's for one person to have citizenship on V7. Mm. A plus. Would, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was just going to say what I, I don't know what I, if I would even know if I still count as a person who's alive or anything. Probably not. Uh, Probably not. I look at those intently. <laughs> yeah, Temple's looking plus, at them too. Wait, let me tell reasons. you everything in there and then you guys can decide who gets what. A plus one dagger. I don't know who's going to get that. A fireproof mm. puppy harness. Uh. Mm, I wonder who's that going to. Okay, well, Ephraim <laughs> needs that. So. <laughs> <laughs> steal fucking Inferno. Night vision goggles that will work as having dark vision if you wear them. Temple. Mm. Mm-hmm. And one Odin crystal. Sick. Mm. Sick. So Inferno, I think, pulls it and all this shit, because she wants the cookies. All this shit spills yeah. out, and you all see it all at the same time. So all this stuff spills out, and the whole group sees it. Grayson, how do you feel about us accepting these gifts? Fallon just grabs it. I, as as the demon said, the gifts are on him. I don't think us accepting these puts us in any more debt than we already are. And by we, I mean me. So by all means, yeah. I um, I grabbed the dagger, and then I got the papers. And I was like, well, I think we all have citizenship here. Um, and seeing as we have a new friend, this might be something he needs more than we do. I agree. You all do not, you all do not have citizenship to V7. Well, but we all, but we all have. You can all, you can all travel if you are with someone who has citizenship. Temple does have citizenship. So does Grayson. That, yeah. Okay. He has those papers. Yeah. I have Grace. I. Your lord and high shipness, you have access to every planet, Grayson. Dope. Well, I meant just like, just like, I meant like we're, we're documented in this, in this time now, like we exist in this world. Is that, oh, am I being given, is that what's happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm asking everybody else, basically. I'm like, what do y'all think? I mean, he is from 
you know, he's he's from a different time and he really has no place here. I mean, might as well uh, live somewhat of a comfortable life. I said, Ephraim, I'd encourage you to use a fake name on these papers. Why is that? You've been essentially dead for 300 years and now you're suddenly back. I think if the council realized that, you'd be put in grave danger. Obviously, we know who you are. We'll We'll do our best to get you audience with Navarre, and he'll know who you are, but for the rest of the system, it's it's better if Ephraim stays dead, and you become someone new on B7. And that's because you don't trust the council? Correct. At this point, yeah. At this point. We used to, we used to think that we were on the side with the council, but once we landed here and discovered what the, the truth of the Harper's Guild and what they had to say, I, I believe I'm in agreement with saying on everyone's behalf that we do not know what side we are on. That's why I understand your confusion as to what side you are on, as to what I was stating to you back in the cave before we entered to see the dragon. Due, due to the confusing nature I, of the situation, I would recommend that we leave the papers blank and let Ephraim choose how he proceeds after we learn more, because I think we're all on the same page at this point. So I hand him over. I thank you. I take the papers. Um, as you look at them and, and check them out, you can tell if there's the official seal. It's been used for generations. You would have noticed it. It's very rare. It does, however, require that basically a high enough level of clearance from the military or the government or the council, would, it would have to be signed. So that's the only thing it's missing. But besides that, everything else is good. You would also, you guys would also know, well, for the most part, you would all know that Jigalda would probably have that clearance. Jigalda can sign things? Probably. It's the future. Well, I was going to ask <laughs> if the sticks can force. I was going to say. I, I, was, I, was, I was going to say if anyone knows how to forge anything. like Forge it. Oh, snap. I wish to be, I wish to be myself honestly and independently. In this new time. That is admirable, Ephraim. Does anyone have a pen? <laughs> What's a pen? I pull out my special astronaut pen that can work in zero gravity. Whoa. <laughs> it's called a pencil. I <laughs> snatch it up and I write Ephraim Axion on the paper. It sinks, the ink sinks in and the the paper was like a parchment-y color. It instantly has like a silver sheen. And it's like in, it's now engraved. It's acceptable. You're just you just need that. You just need that signature, and you're good. Future paper. Future, Future paper. Future document. Your, your AI can certify this. Trigalda can six can forge something, and then I also have the official Cato house seal, and I hold up my finger. Uh, Grayson, if you would be so kind. Absolutely. Does that work? Hey, DM, real quick. Hey, DM, does that work if Grayson signs it before we go ahead and lock in yeah, something that won't work? Yeah, before we lock work? in something that won't <laughs> yeah. work. You know, space bureaucracy. Uh, well, can I roll in it so I check to see if it works? <laughs> she did confirm that Jigalda can certify, so maybe it we do that It has to be instead. a certain level of clearance within that. I don't think that would pertain okay. to you, Grayson. Your father probably cool. could. All right. Yeah. Well, um... Maybe we just have to call to do it. She is from the council, and 
Uh, maybe she can... Jigalda, can you, are you... Are you authorized to uh, grant citizenship? I am, once I have a thorough understanding of the individual, which I do not. <laughs> what would you need to gain an understanding of the individual? Probably a couple months and a dinner. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if we have all that time. Okay, we'll work on that. What if he gives you a muffin and sings you a song? I, oh my god, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Pets, I like you. Okay. I like you too, Chikalda. Six, could you forge my father's signature? I would rather not have anything dishonest upon this. I will keep it with me till the time is right. Suit yourself, cryo guy. Two points. Cryo guy. I believe that will that will avoid any more confrontation down the road, especially if we are caught, or more specifically, he is caught forging, forging high government papers. Well, if we can get to Moss, Navarre Rendar can absolutely grant him citizenship. There you go. Also, we will be soon seeing Commander Gallowood once we get off the planet, because the mission will be complete. And Commander Gallowood is very kind, and I'm sure would sign your citizenship papers. Also, uh, Jigalda, is Efren dead in the council records? I have one record for a portal cleric. Ephraim Axon? That is correct. Yeah. Yes, he is dead. Okay. And then you, all of a sudden, Ephraim feel a tingling and a scanner starts scanning your body chemistry. And Jigalda says, incorrect. He is not dead. <laughs> Jigalda. Do me a favor and just delay the updating of that information to the council files, please. Yes, Grayson. I'll have it set in a queue. Thank you. Pretty far down in the queue. Like, you don't really need to send it at all. Yeah. I will wait for your approval. Hey, I just wanted to know, you know, just for clarification, you guys all seem to be really upset by this idea that he maybe was not alive. So now he is. Well, no, it's just records. So yeah, so who else? So I know Valen grabbed the Odin, or Korash grabbed the Odin crystal. Yeah, I grabbed the papers and the dagger. Temple has the tracker. Pants grabs the night vision goggles because he wants to attach them to Temple. I was like, are they going to take them apart? Use them for yourself. I thought about that for just a second. I was like, no, no, no. He needs them. <laughs> it's very I'll take important. them apart and then make them integratable or in- yes. into, into integral exactly. and whatever that word is. Integral. That's what I want to do. So there is baked there's baked treats, Odin crystal, fireproof puppy harness, dagger, papers, night vision goggles. What else? Poison. Poison. And champagne. Poison and champagne. A vial of poison and a bottle of the most expensive champagne you can find on NVIDIA. I think we should hold on to that bottle of champagne for a little bit. Pop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Six. I hold up the puppy harness. I think this is for you. Oh my god. Six, Six is holding the fucking champagne bottle and looking at it. <laughs> and then she looks at the harness and then looks back at the champagne bottle. And then she just puts it down sadly and says, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And grabs that for the puppy. You could have both. <laughs> Can I? When you all touch the items, tattoos appear on all of your guys' oh, arms. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking uh, Just you silly bitch. Crazy. I slice off my arm. Yeah. Pants just make a mechanical arm. What were you saying, Torash? Um, Torash is going to go into the... Uh, cockpit area um, where the 
and where all the Odin crystals are and just kind of inspect what's left as far as the slots for the Odin crystals. You needed two more. Now you only need one. You have nine out of ten. God damn it. There we go. So what's what's the um so what are the ones that we have as far as the like where the Odin crystals are and what do we have left? I think yeah, everything will be online now except for propulsion. I can't remember if we had a lead a lead on another crystal. I know that we we've seen crystals since, like the demon guy had one in his crown and you know, there there was some other stuff, but I don't know if we have a lead for another one. Wait, so 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 wait so everything's uh, kind of up, like oh, except for propulsion. For the most part, yeah. Um, hey, Jigalda. Yes, Alan. Um, do you think you'd be able to scan for any uh, energy signatures that uh, are similar to, um, Odin crystals that we could find for us to get off this godforsaken rock, as Grayson always fucking says? Oh, he said it. Godforsaken rock. Absolutely, Valen. Would you? <laughs> Can you? I can. <laughs> Would you? How long is that going to take? Scan complete. Nice. There are 67 signatures within a 27 mile radius of Odin crystals. Can you upload the closest one to, to, to Temple's little map thingy? I can attempt. This is taking a moment. I am getting past some... Interesting mechanics on the map bracelet you are wearing, Temple. Interesting how? There are many protocols and security measures I have not previously identified in this bracelet. Hmm. While you investigate, can you see if there's a way to unlock it? Yes. I'm gonna roll for her. Jigalda's first roll, guys! Yay! Oh my god! Baby's first roll! Jigalda's first roll. That's a natural one. <laughs> um, nope. Yeah, she rolled a nine. Uh, oh, her intelligence is... Do you have a character sheet for her? Plus four. I do. <laughs> She's smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so she um, says, hmm, not at this time, but I can technically process 3.7 million thoughts per second, so I will keep this in mind. Hey, um, do you, you know what they say, right? They, uh, they say, you know, two mines are better than one. Is there any way we can upload a secondary ship mine to you? Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. No, Valen. We would have to replace her with the other mine that we have. No. Hmm. Correct. Did you find another ship mine? We found a downed ship that was the source of the emergency, the SOS beacon. And after we defeated some form of a blob, we explored the internals of the ship and Grayson found another ship mine. May I scan it, please? Absolutely. Grayson, do you still have it? I do. And I pull it out. Jigalda? Do so cautiously. We found some unnerving, uh, we'll say, life forms on that ship, and I worry for your safety. We almost died. Thank you, Temple. And the lights kind of turn to red, almost like red alerts on. Aww. And then she starts scanning it, and you see little like laser lights hitting different angles of it. And she goes, This ship mine has encoded and locked themselves down. I am not able to penetrate their defenses. Chigalda, if we unplug you, would we be able to plug you back in and you'll be totally fine? If you have the correct clearance and tools, I could be appropriately uninstalled and reinstalled. Can you give Pants those clearances? 
We have to right click. We have to right click on her and hit eject to make sure she's safe to eject. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little caption. Make sure we're not a robot. So Temple can't do it. You mean she's just not like a cartridge you pull out and then plug another one back in? We can't just Damn. like, <laughs> just like blow up. <laughs> so, do we have a readout of the locations of the crystals? It's still she's still working on it because your your bracelets uh giving her some trouble. <sighs> She's cooking. Um, Fallon's gonna walk up to Ephraim and be like, "Hey, uh, so, what are what are your plans now? What what are you gonna do?" I feel I need to get my footing um, in society, and from there decide who I am. You hear the replicator go off, and there's a pair of shoes. Here, to get your footing. Aww. Thank you, Jacolda. <laughs> so you have bandwidth for shoes, but not bandwidth for... Mm-hmm. <laughs> is is Jacolda hitting on me? Is that what's happening? Also, she's like, take me out to dinner first. Wear these fucking shoes. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Clown bot. She's trying to change you. <laughs> she's a bit like, you know, smitten. going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> Tareth knows the champagne isn't for us. Date night. Pour me a glass, <laughs> would you, big boy? I think I've told you all this before, but just so I, Tanner, you probably don't know. Jagalda kind of looks like GLaDOS from Portal. Yeah. She's like this, like big, like she kind of moves around the ship and has like a just like a flat. It's like a just a thing. Oh, so she's super hot. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know about you guys. I've had a fucking day enough as it is i'm if you guys need me i'm gonna go into the cockpit and fucking pass out because i'm literally exhausted yes i would have expected terowin to be back by now oh fuck ah, shit. <laughs> fucking terowin you have another oh my you. god terowin yes more of a liability than anything else but yes I feel like Torash was about to step in the cockpit, and she said that, and he just turned back around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> when did she leave, Jagalda? Tara left 47 minutes after your departure to the beach, which was in the morning. So she's been gone all day. Where'd she say she was going? She was on a look for ingredients for the, t- for the tea that Temple had asked her to make. Mm. Hey, Torash, do you have that communication device with you still for her? Robustone. I do, as a matter of fact. Can you can you can you can you call her and get her on the phone? Make sure she's okay. <laughs> get her on the horn. <laughs> get her on the horn. I mean, she has lived here forever, so she should know her way around. I still have the ability to to talk to her with that, right? Is that like yeah? Once- they're better than sending stones. You get three connections per day magically if she's in range. Okay, um, so I'll pull out my uh, Robostone that. Uh, Terowin gave me, and I click it on and be like, uh, Terowin, you're, where you at? Where you at, girl? Where you at, at, girl? Hey, yo. Hey, you up? Hey, yo, what you you up? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) No, no response. Fuck. (sighs) Jagalda, do you know which direction she went? Temple, I believe she went to the southwest of here. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go too. Temple makes his way for the airlock. I will join. Wait, hold on, Temple. Hold on, hold on. Um, Jigalda, real quick. Uh, can you scan this uh, this device and see if there's another signature uh, matching this one out there as well? What device is it? The RoboStone. So it's obviously giving off an energy signature, so we can get a pinpoint of where it's at. Good job, wow. Valentine. Wow. Inspiration. That was awesome. Fucking fucking big brain, dude. Yeah. Yes, um, 
I am locating this device within one mile of here. Temple. Yes? I now have the information for the Odin crystals. They are uploaded. However, due to the security measures, I was only able to give you a two-mile radius. Hmm. Okay, thank you, Jigalda. Torash, uh, you, 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 I'll be honest with you, you look like shit. You need to rest. Yeah. Uh, I think you still do need to crash. We, I, I think we can manage finding Terrawin real quick, and we'll be right back. She's only a mile away, so we'll be fine. Um, I'll, I'll still go with you guys. We're only a mile away. I walk up to Torash, uh, place my hand on your shoulder, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at a second level. That's not great. Sorry. You're going to get uh, nine hit points back. Well, I only had, I was only down one. It was the exhaustion that we're trying to. It was the exhaustion that we're trying to get rid of. Okay, wait, sorry. I forgot it was exhaustion, not hit points. Uh, Okay, I'm going to do it at a first level then to save. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. fine. No worries. You still get five hit points back. Well, we need to find Terra one anyways, because without her, we can't get past the Leviathan. Yeah. Does that heal his exhaustion too? No, I have to do, unless you do, you have to do a long rest, or I believe there's like a, like a, some form, there's some form of a spell that can get rid of it, like a restoration spell or something like that. It's a lesser restoration, I think, does it, or it might be greater, but I think lesser, lesser restoration does it. I wish I had a, a sleep spell. I would have just put him to sleep. Then I tore Oh, I got a great sleep <laughs> spell. Sleep. It's called hitting him in the back of the head with the butt of your rifle until he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Until he goes unconscious. Only dreams now are shh. Only dreams. You'd have to stand in the back of a fucking like chair and just be like, (laughs) (laughs) You all see uh, pants or pants. Oh my god. You see Temple uh, turn on his uh, map thing as he steps out the airlock headed southwest. Um, No hesitation. Pants follows him. Yeah, Grayson follows. Uh, Temple, uh, you might might need those goggles. It might be dark outside. Pants follows him with the goggles. Yeah, um, I follow through. I follow. As do I. Temple pulls up his map, kind of zooms into the new information that you see. So Temple, this map was rudimentary at best before. And now Jigalda has, this is a true 3D model almost to the world around you. The amount of information that she's been able to put into this map. Only in that two mile radius. Wow. But it's extremely helpful. He calls over his shoulder as he walks away from the ship. Jigalda, you've outdone yourself. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anything for you, Temple. Ooh, she's so flirty. God. Robo love. Is she? I'm not even trying to do that. I'm just trying to make her weird. But apparently weird. She's flirty. horny, man. <laughs> she's flirty. Horny AI. Um, right as we leave the ship, I turn to Sir Charles. I'm like, all right, Sir Charles, you know what to do. Uh, Jigalda, make sure the defenses are up. Um... We'll be back with Terowin again. Again. Sir Charles. <laughs> and then Jigalda says, Grayson, a word please. Yes, Jigalda. I have been searching my database. I am not familiar with the small creature upon your shoulder. It's, um, it's a, it's a dragon. It's, it's new. We just, I just got it. Yes. But this species of dragon is not available in my database. Yeah, blue dragons haven't been around for thousands of years. This is the first one, in my awareness, born in the system in that time. Fascinating. What is this dragon's name so I may put it in our system? <gasps> name time. What's its name? What's you its name? You can't just drop that on him. He's got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
His name's Ajuron. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Little Ozzy. Ajuron. Little Oshkosh Bagosh. Little Oshkosh Bagosh. I will input this in my system. Thank you, Grayson. And I give him little chin scritchies. Uh, oh my goodness. You see his scales kind of, his scales flare up a little like in comfort. And then he, like kind of like a cat's like uh, spine goes up. Tingles. And then he goes back down. Is Inferno Jones uh, going to be joining this adventure? Yes, with her new little harness. And we've attached a little sweet leash to her now. I want to know, the, does the harness sit in the front or the back? <laughs> what? Is it is it a front harness? Is she like... In the front, or is oh, it like, like in the back, harness? and she's like, oh, it's like a oh, baby like a harness. harness. Wait, what oh. the fuck is this? Like a baby Bjorn, or is this like a harness for her to? It's like an actual baby Bjorn. That's amazing. You just have oh. a little flame puppy on you. You just have what a little flame puppy attached to you. I should have explained. It is a full-on body harness. Oh, I envisioned this just being like a harness that you put on her, and then you put, attach a leash to it. Nope. Tarith has way too much of a sense of humor to just give you but that. But that's better. Yeah. Um, Sling the puppy next to your daggers. <laughs> yeah. You can light them on fire. Oh, we'll just make it like poster. a fire daggers. We'll just make it like a backpack. Inferno like gets in and six slings her on her shoulders and you just see this fire puppy like shoot, kind of chewing on mom's ear for a second. Ouch. Shit. <laughs> but, um, but you do notice that the straps glow with a, sen- a sense of magic and that her fire... Almost seems contained when you wear it. So Terry did do this justice by creating it for you. Nice. Thanks, Demon Daddy. Demon Daddy, yeah. Yeah, why do we have a <laughs> Demon Daddy all of a sudden giving us gifts and shit? Demon Sugar Daddy. I just prefer not to call him Daddy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you'll do it. You'll do it and you'll like it. Papa. Is your dragon coming with you? Yeah. Okay. So the only the only partnered animal creature that you guys have had, you guys have a whole fucking collection now that's not coming is Sir Charles is looking after the ship yet again. Yes. We like pets. Yeah. Ajuron's coming with me because mechanically he is the whole thing that makes my subclass do anything at all. Yeah. He's like your guy. It's like fidget. That makes sense. Uh, Pants uh, climbs up onto Temple's shoulders and puts on the night vision goggles on the top of his head. And then he looks down at the map and sees the green dots. And then he points at one. He points at the one closest to the ship and says, hey, Efren, can you just portal us over there real quick? I really Um, enjoyed it last time. So (laughs) not all of us at once anymore at this point. Oh, uh, Tem- Temple, who now has night vision, I think, uh, trips on a stump and falls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not used to it. Apologies, pants. My depth perception is affected by these. I will. It will take a moment to get used to. Uh, I think he gets up and probably trips well, again. Well, I envision them to be like swivelly ones. So <laughs> yeah, like splinter cell. Like <laughs> so he just like flips them up and is like, "There you go, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about that." <laughs> I'll use them when I need them. Thank you. And he wipes the mud off of pants and himself and <laughs> keeps walking. And so you, our crew, leave the ship. Valen giving one last pat to Sir Charles as you all head into the night to find Tarowin. Moonlight comes in phases as clouds shift and roll with the wind, plunging you all into pitch dark 
only to then be pulled back into pale shades of silver and gray as the moon is revealed. Trees as thin as Pant's tail bend and wave in the wind, while others stand so tall and large they seem to be giants slumbering in this swamp. Your spacesuits keep you warm for the most part against the water's chill as you wade and search for your half-elf companion. Temple, with pants upon his shoulders, guides the team ahead, with a 3D model map projected of the area constantly ahead of him. While you've all come to know this swamp over the last few days, probably better than you would have liked to, Ephraim, you take a moment to look around at the world that you find yourself in. Within this swamp are signs of decaying life, lost to so long ago. Moss and mushrooms grow upon large rib-like bones that protrude out of the murky dark waters. Twisted signs and languages not recognized have fused with trees and vines. Other bits of technology peeking between the shadows show signs of a settlement that probably stood in these swamps long ago, but has been lost to the wilds of this abandoned planet. Eventually, Temple's map stops pinging, and they see that the pulsing dot that shows where the Robostone's signature should be is right in front of you. Everyone roll perception. Fuck. She's not there. Oh, Tarawin! If we're rolling, she's not there. 19 from Ephraim. Well, Grant, you better take that shot because I rolled a natural one. Let's go. Hey, fucking ha. Pants rolled a 13. Grayson rolled a 23. Six rolled a 22. Gonna chalk up Temple's 10 to him not being able to wear the night vision goggles without fucking falling over. <laughs> we'll integrate those soon, Temple, don't worry. <laughs> um, with with Torash's disadvantage, he rolled a 10. Oh, Torash came with us, okay. I ain't no bitch. I stayed behind. You all look around, there is no sign of Tarawin. There are no footsteps on the ground. She is not here. Can Pants yell out into the dark abyss? <laughs> sure, you can do whatever you want. This is Dungeons and Dragons. Tarwin, where are you? Tarwin, hello. We need you. That's all you hear back. And crickets. Uh, Temp- Temple holds up the map and says she should be here. I wonder is she in the mud? So Grayson and Six, you still look around. You see no footsteps. You see no sign of her. You don't see the Robostone. However, Grayson and Six notice there is a tree that is much larger than the other trees and has like a hole, like a hole in it, like almost like it's hollowed out. But besides that, that's the only thing that seems slightly odd. Besides that, there is nothing with Tarawin. It would be in the ground. So if you have ever seen Pan's Labyrinth, when she finds the she finds the toad, that's kind of what I'm imagining. So it's like a small hole about three feet off the ground. So you'd have to crouch and crawl if you wanted to go into this. If I were a gambling monk, I would bet that she's inside that tree. Who wants to go in first? Oh, I did. I wouldn't know that. Actually, never mind. I didn't roll well. Never mind. I'm over here. <laughs> Grayson, you see that hole in the tree? I sure do. Looks like a job for pants. I was thinking the exact same thing, Six. Pant! Oh, pants! <laughs> <laughs> He's like tinkering on Temple's head trying to get the night goggles to work this whole time. Temple's like swatting away a fly. like. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, what's up? Hey, little buddy. 
See that see that hole in that tree over there? Yeah. You're so small and little. Would you like to go on a little adventure down there? Maybe see if Tarawin's in there? Sure. That sounds like fun. My own little adventure all by myself? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might even find some friends. Okay. Yeah. Bring your cards. Take a uh, take fidget with you. Oh, I always got fidget with me. Don't you worry about that. Okay. <laughs> and he clambers down Temple and he walks over to the tree. I cast uh, resistance on pants, so you can add a d4 to a saving throw if need be. Ooh, and he Hell tingles. Yeah, He's like, oh, <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. Am I glowing? <laughs> Tell me, like, what Pants does? Does he just charge right in, like, excited? Does he, like, look around first? Like, what's he's he He's like doing? a little kid, so he, like, runs up to the tree because he's got a mission. And then he, like, stops and, like, looks up the tree and then down at the hole and puts his little head in there and kind of peeks around and looks around. Roll perception. Fifteen. Yeah, so Pants, you look in, you look around. The tree's hollow all the way up, but as you look down, there is a hole in front of you that goes underground um he looks down and he says hey it goes down that's cool and he sends so he's and then he tells hey fidget can you like beam a shot of light down there and kind of travel down there for me little buddy yeah fidget you know that little square in his chest lights up and he kind of swoops down and he comes back and there's something in his claws and he releases it okay and pants catches it and it's a robo stone Oh, hey, uh, no. this looks, uh, he turns around, he looks, and he's like, this looks pretty familiar. Uh, <sighs> fuck. Well, no wonder she didn't answer. Did Fidget find that on an elf? <laughs> well, he only brought it up, and I don't think Fidget could lift a elf, so no. It's covered, like, in mud, and, like, some roots are attached. You can kind of figure he grabbed it off the ground, just to what it looks like. Hmm. If we tie a rope around you, Pants, would you be comfortable crawling down there and investigating further? Sure, why not? Okay. Who has a rope? I do. All right, we, we tie tie uh, tie the rope to Pants. Not too tight, Temple. Or he'll toot. I'm still a little queasy from all the muffins. Lower me down. And so, yeah, you guys, you know. Pants goes down, and your feet hits very soft earth with a slight, like watery, almost stream. Um, and you and you look, and there's a path ahead of you, and there's actually um, carvings and almost like structures. Like this was, this was definitely some kind of established place at one point. Cool. Um, and there's mushrooms growing everywhere, and yes. you notice that some are just stalks, like they've been picked. Oh, okay. If we know our dear friend Tarowin. That might be a sign. Fish love shrooms, man. Probably. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell down. I'm like, pants. What, what do you see? Well, my feet are uh, uh, really gross right now, and uh, as fidgets, fidgets light is turned on, so I'm. That's how I'm seeing everything, right? Yeah. You also have dark vision, but oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot cobalt. Right. So he's looking around and he sees there's some carvings down here that are pretty cool. And he like, can he, s- I, I envision Fidget having like a camera that can snap pictures. That yeah, something? that's fine. Okay. So I'm, he's like having, having Fidget go around and like 
take pictures of the carvings and stuff. Is there is there enough room for us to stand down there? Is it is it small, still cramped, or? Well, can they fit in the hole? Yeah, the, it's the hole was probably like four feet by four feet, but once you drop down, it became much bigger. It's about ten feet by ten feet. Yeah, and the drop was about fifteen feet down. Yeah, it looks like that. There's room around here, and there's like picked mushrooms all the way all around here, which is a shame because you know how I like to collect those. Well, probably if anything, it probably means that Terrawin's down there with you. Oh, good point. Good point. All right. Well, um, with that, I'm gonna go down and climb down. All right. Um, I'm. I'm. Maybe we. This is a good sign for us to go in, try to investigate, see what's going on. Torsh will follow. And I kind of just crawl down. Temple ties the rope to uh, uh, one of the roots of this tree and then also climbs down. Okay. Yeah, you all... Your feet kind of sink a little bit as you feel the splash and all seven of you look um, and there's a there's a dark cavern that extends ahead of you. I uh, cast... I cast light to give us a little more light to see... Uh, my armor just kind of glows. It's chrome, like like a white outlining glow from it. Does uh, Balan recognize any of the symbols or runes, given my background? Well, investigation with advantage. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, that's a twelve. These ruins are written in gnomish. You would recognize, and this would be have been like a place of worship um i'll just kind of convey that to them i'm like i've seen these before uh, on other planets uh this seems to be another one of those like a place place that gnomes came to worship um probably some hollowed ground so no demons hopefully fingers crossed it seems your friend Terowin may have stepped into a place she's not welcome what gives you that impression if this is holy ground, it might be kind of exclusive territory. I just hope she's all right. And I'll, uh, Tarsh will continue forward, walking forward. I'll follow up, uh, second. Can I, uh, do a, a quick, like, religion check? Or some sort of, like, monastic kind of check to see the nature of... Like if this is a holy place, like yeah, to better better understand it, so maybe maybe help us out later when we deal with this. Does anyone in the group speak gnomish? Well, Temple does, but I did that as I didn't know what languages to pick for him, so I just picked two random ones. God, Dylan, <laughs> do so you it. Pick gnomish and yes. Draconic? Dang. Why? <laughs> I would take it. Rad. I roll. Uh, Temple rolled an eleven though, so won't really help <laughs> no that's i had a 10 dc that's great what? yeah so you as you start looking and reading this was a place of meditation it was a temple of sorts hey. <laughs> temple <laughs> it was there. a place of yeah definitely worship but more of like retreat and peace and inner wellness and well-being oh healthy oh yeah it's like a healthy little yoga place but it sunk underground and is been here for thousands of years everyone i have an assumption uh that if danger befell tarawin it probably doesn't have anything to do with what was practiced here this feels like a a 
meditation seclusion place not a ritual sacrifice type place if you catch my meaning i think she's fine well that's some relief i suppose mm, that's still not reassuring let's keep going and pants yells out into the abyss as he trucks forward Terwin! <sighs> hey Terwin! Right, maybe maybe we shouldn't be yelling pants oh and then you hear pants ha <laughs> <laughs> And it's clearly Terrywin's voice. All right, we'll start running. I'm gonna start running toward the to the voice. Okay. Okay. Um, you're running. <laughs> no one checks for traps anymore. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, you start running and you round a corner and run into a spider web. Oh, cool. Oh no. Completely ready. So t- so you are prone in that spider web. Oh, it's not like little spider webs. <laughs> No, this is like a huge, like, spider web in the middle of the place. What kind of question is that? It's not little baby webs I just run through? Yeah. (laughs) Can I try? I'm going to try to get loose. So you all run after and you see see Valen stuck, like, probably looking a little awkward and uncomfortable (laughs) as he, like, his wings twitch in a web. As soon as uh, Ephraim rounds the corner uh, and sees that uh, he's stuck in the web. Uh, he snaps a finger. Uh, I'm going to cast adjust position. That's awesome. Um, on Valen. Uh, you adjust the location of an ally to a better tactical position. You move one willing creature within range, which is 30 feet, five feet. Uh, so basically, I'm just going to teleport him out of the web. Five just copy paste Valen away from the webs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instead of the demon, can he be our daddy? I'll be the daddy here, okay? That's what I'm that's what I came here to be. Pants has never had a daddy before, so <laughs> achieved. Maybe that's mother duckling will follow. Hey, Valen doesn't have a daddy either. <laughs> so many father issues. What is this, my campaign? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Valen, yeah. Valen, you feel the magic encompass you and whoosh, you're pulled back. All right, I'm going to I'm going to cast a cantrip at the at the net. I'm going to cast fire. You don't say anything to Ephraim? No, I well, I will. I I will. But I was like, "What a I'm, dude?" I'm, I'm I'm like mad that I got caught yeah. in that. Yeah. Your pride's your pride's hurt. So I'm going to cast firebolt at the webs to burn them up. Roll to hit. Valen, you and I may need to have a anger management meditation course. <laughs> we may need to sit for a time together. God damn it. This is going to dice jail. That's a natural one. Aww. So it's a seven. Jesus. Well, luckily, the DC was super fucking low. It was a five. Oh, okay, regular cool. spider webs. Um, so yeah, you you it kind of takes a minute, like kind of like when you're getting a lighter started. Like your hand for some reason, and then just oh, the green the green comes from your stone. It's a green and flame too. The green flame just eats these spider webs. Cool. And I'm gonna turn around and, and, and turn to Ephraim and be like, oh, "Thank you, Ephraim. I shouldn't be running all all willy nilly like that, you know." Just Willie Nelson. I'm trying to trying. I'm trying to get this off. Trying trying to get this all ordeal done with. That's all right. You're fine. Okay, so I start walking forward again. <laughs> Grayson Grayson sighs and follows after him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to assume everyone always follows unless you say, 
I would like to do a different action. Okay, so you all move down the path forward. You're all noticing it's sloping downwards. So it's it's a slight decline. And you take deep breaths. You smell mossy earth. Very, It's very damp. It's cold. And as you continue forward, you notice that there you could go left or you could go right. There's a fork in the road. Tarawin, where are you at? Valen! Which direction is it coming from? It comes from both. Ah, oh, shit. Um, well, <laughs> that split didn't help. Split the party, split the party. Split the party, <laughs> split the party! Since it came from both directions, should we, uh, we can either go left, right, or we can split. Let's split. Cover more ground that way. I'll go to the right. Alright, Valen's, Valen's going to the right, too. Pants is riding on Temple, so wherever he goes. Yeah, uh, Temple will go to the left. Six, want to come with me to the left? Um, I'll go with Grayson and Temple. Okay, Pants, you're on Temple. And Torash, you said you'll go right? Yes. Sweet. So, you as you approach this fork and decide to split the party, Valen... Ephraim and Torash go to the right. Six, Grayson, Pants, and Temple go to the left. We will start with six, Grayson, Pants, and Temple. So I'm assuming Grayson was probably leading. Yeah. Mr. Perception. Yep. Mr. Perception. Grayson, you walk about 30 feet and you see ahead of you a, a small cavern. Uh, is opened up and there is a pool a shallow pool of water it probably would go to like your knees maybe your hips at the deepest point um there's actual growth that lives down here uh and lots and lots of mushrooms but it's a very wide open space and to the right there's a small opening that you can see you'd see it with your passive perception to the other side of the pool pants picked up the robo stone and torash has the other right Sweet, that worked out. Awesome. (laughs) 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 Any obvious threats in this room? Not that I can see. There's a pathway to the upper right. Let's continue. Just the water gets a little deep, so just be careful. And I move out into the water. As you move out and the water ripples, you notice reflections in the water. Okay. And as you look up, Grayson, the cavern goes about 30 feet. You see Odin crystals growing from the the top of the cavern. Convenient. Fuck yeah. Convenient. (laughs) Well, I think we just figured out our Odin crystal problem. All right, Temple. Throw me up there. I'll get some. Throw me. Throw me. Throw me. Do you have some means to to hold to the ceiling? Because if I throw you, you'll just bonk into it and fall into the water. I'll just just be real quick and catch one. You'll catch me again as I fall down. Okay. If you're ready. It's called a trust fall, and I trust you, Temple. I trust you too, Pants. Could Fidget hold Pants by, like, by the clothing or something, or the tail, or horns? That's a really good call, hey, what's actually. Because I am almost two feet. Who? Yeah. Yeah, you're like 35 pounds. How much can Fidget carry? I don't know. There's not a thing for that. What, how much can Fidget carry, God? Because eventually, so the idea is eventually Fidget will be able to carry Pants because he's my steel defender. I'm supposed to be able to ride him and stuff. Correct. What's his strength rate right now, Pants? Yeah, I have a, he has a 14 strength 
Fidget can carry up to 210 pounds. Thank you, Grayson Anthony, for letting us know that. Yep. So pants, you could be carried by Fidget if you'd like to be. I guess. <laughs> she wants to be tossed like a dwarf. Less fun than me. Is the ce- how tall is the ceiling? That's about 30 feet up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Pants wants to be yeeted. <laughs> as much as I'd like to be thrown by a temple, uh, Fidget, just can you lift me up there to the Odin crystal, please? Squawk. He loves little tiny flappers, just like get me up there, grabs me by the back of the vest and, and pulls me up like a little jetpack. Okay, so yeah, pants, you are, whoosh, you feel like the mist kind of hit your face as you go up, and you can go ahead and roll investigation to with advantage to see if these Odin crystals are ripe and ready to be used for the ship. Uh, 15. Yeah, so there's one. Don't break it. Okay, so go ahead and roll... A D20 plus whatever your proficiency bonus plus whatever your tinker tools would be. Which I think which is would dex, I be dex. Yeah. Yes. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, with a plus three. Oh. So it was a 13. Oh, the DC was 12. Good job. Oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah, pants is like kind of shifting as this bird's like flapping and then tink, 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 boom. <laughs> you have your final Odin crystal. Let's go. There's a small hole now in the roof and two, no wait, three, six pairs of eyes look at you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Pants goes exactly that. Oh, shit. (laughs) Everything okay, Pants? Well, we seem to have some company, maybe. I mean, there's some eyeballs looking down at me. Okay, maybe get back down here. Okay, <laughs> and Fidget, <laughs> Fidget flaps me down. As Fidget flaps you down and you go down, the eyes blink and then shift back into the darkness and they're gone. And we're going to switch to the other group now. So Valen, Ephraim, and Torash. You walk into a large room and you notice tons of ruins. There are like broken statues and like carvings engraved in the walls. There is a pool to your right, a shallow pool, where it looks almost like people would sit upon their knees and pray here. Um, And there's actual flowers that grow in the dark that are blooming with these beautiful, deep, rich purples and pinks. And there's some spider webs here and there. They're not like the ones Valen happened to run into. Valen wants to um, use one of his abilities called Eldritch Sight. Okay. Um, Eldritch Sight allows me to cast Detect Magic at will without expending a spell slot. And what's the range on that? 30 feet. The way I, I think the way he would cast it is he would kind of grab his hand and just like throw it, like throw an energy pulse down. That's awesome. Valen, you kind of take your senses in. There's no magic here. So Ephraim and Tarash, you just see Valen throw something to the ground and it ripples around you. Uh, well, there's uh, nothing magical in this room, so, or or at least nothing magical and no magical creatures that that can sneak up on us. Valen, where do you um, gather your strength from? It it seems to be coming from this crystal. It was a gift to me, um, and it seems this is where all the energy source is coming from. So I'm not really sure. Just an artifact I found in my travels. 
Can I insight that? Yep. You fucking better with your plus 10. Uncover yeah. some shit for us, please. God, I'm rolling so poorly, though. I'm rolling so poorly. That's an 18. <laughs> Only an 18. That's so, Only an 18. so bad. Only. Wow. I'm not necessarily trying to so trying to see. I'm just yeah. It's, it's it was it's definitely like kind a, of a half soft truth. It's a it's a yeah. it's a yeah. It's a I don't know where this is coming. I from. would say um, Ephraim with that insight check, you can tell he's mostly being truthful. But you know he's he's guarded just as one would be if they didn't know you that well. I think I walk over to the pool and just want to get a better sense of maybe its use or if any recent use has been done. Uh, with this small body of water. Yeah. Efren, do you get to your knees or you just stand? Mm, does it, it I, you said I get the sense that it seems like a thing where people would kind of bow or. Yeah, it's almost like you can t- see that there would be like these small indents where one would like get on their knees and pray in this area. Hmm. Because I am a cleric, but I'm also weirdly not super a religious cleric. Um, I think I stay standing and just try to suss out what maybe the specific use of this spot is or how, or if it's been used recently. Yeah. So you go up to the pool. It gently as you walk up, it's it's very still. It gently ripples just from the stir of the air. And as you look in and you strain your eyes, you see piles upon piles of bones underneath the water. And as you look even deeper, you see a reflection of six eyes. Well, (laughs) um, I don't want to be rash, but also I don't know what else to do. Um, I think I see bones. (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to fucking hurl a guiding bolt into this fucking thing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking shoot a second level guiding bolt into this fucking monster. It's so where 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 are you where are you hurling this? I guess right. Is it under the water? A reflection. It's a reflection. Oh, it's so. Do I get the sense that it is above me? Then correct. Got it. I turn around (laughs) like to see if I can find it to hurl the fucking guiding bolt at it. Yeah. So you look up. And it's you don't see anything, and you look back, and the eye reflection's gone. All right, okay. Um, Shit. We should we should find your friend, Terowin. All right, let's uh, keep moving forward then. Yeah, Torish is gonna um, look around for like footprints. Roll investigation. Uh, with disadvantage, Torish rolled a five. There are no footprints around. All right. Well, we have this dead end here, and we have the other the other way. You know, off to the left, so let's just keep going off to the left. I Yeah, I just keep walking down that way. Okay, so Torash leads with Ephraim to his left, Valen to his right. Um, I'm gonna, as, I'm sorry, just a just preliminary thing, I'm just gonna have my sword hilt in my hand. Okay, as you walk down, you see an altar filled with webs. Ew. And the closer and closer you get... You notice there's a figure in these webs, and you see Terowin stuck in the middle of the webs. Shit. Of course she is. And actually probably going to switch right there. No, well, I was going to say, I was like, um, you should probably, I was going to tell Turn to Torash and be like, um, maybe you can let the other people know, let let the rest of the party know we found her. And yeah, we're going to go, we're going to switch right then. 
Um, because that was all happening while their moment was happening. So now you guys are at the same time level. So pants, fidgets now just landed, you've landed, splish splash, um, on the ground, and you told them that you saw something in the roof. They're all kind of looking up. Six feels a rumble, and Inferno Jones is staring up and growling intensely. Nobody else feels it? Is that what you're saying? Just me? Only, you you feel like her chest, because her chest is to your back. So you feel your dog like, like going what, like that. What a, I feel a rumble in the ground or a rumble from a dog? S- sorry, yeah, it's from your dog. Uh, like, you know, like, like how when dogs growl, their chest kind of rumbles yes. and she's right to your back. Got it. Pants, did you see anything while you were up there? Yeah. I think we need to back out of the cavern very slowly. Um, yeah. What did you see? Yeah, what'd you see? Um, eyeballs. Lots and lots of eyeballs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we need to go. That's ominous. Let's go. Pansom lifts up his, the stone and goes, hey, hey guys. Hey, uh, Torash, Torash, are you there? (laughs) Yeah, um, we found Tarawin. Not in a good spot, though. Oh, well, we found the uh, Odin crystal, but also not in a in a great spot either. Uh, we should we should regroup. Yeah, it would be a, it would be a good idea. You guys should come back to us. Okay. You guys start walking down the path, and you hear, and you look up, and a creature that looks almost like a bat. But these spider legs grow out almost with the appearance of eyelashes from its no. head. Eyelash no. bats. Eyelash bats. No. Let's go. No. Fucking eyelash bats. Weird, like, bat spider-like creature. Yeah. Um, it starts to come towards you. I shoot it. Pants goes, I'm assuming they hear this over the stones, and Pants goes, okay, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear. You guys probably hear Grayson's gun go off. Oh god! <laughs> Fucking Grayson! I shoot it. <laughs> shoot it! I need the four of you to roll initiative. Ow, oh, son of a bitch! So you guys heard that. What do you do? Do you stay with Tarowin or do you run back? I walk up to Tarowin. Um, I am going to use my uh, channel divinity um, to. Sorry, give me just a second. She has a piece of web over her mouth now, so she cannot speak. Um, I'm going to use my uh, dimensional shift channel divinity um, as an action. You teleport a willing target you can see other than yourself to an unoccupied space within 30 feet of you that you can see. Um, I think I'd like to walk up to her. Can I like easily get the web off of her mouth without hurting her? You could try. Uh, What kind of roll do you want me to make? I've got a hand axe, which is a little intimidating, but um, (laughs) I also am decently strong. Just do an unarmed strike. Got it. That is a 22. Ooh. Yeah, you pull it off. Like, her lips are a little red, but it's not, like, intense pain. Are you hurt? Who are you? Ephraim, I'm here with your friends. Do you need help, my lady? Yes, please. 
I cast uh, Channel Divinity uh, Dimensional Shift to get her out, um, and then I say, uh, "Do we do we want to get her back to the ship as soon as we can?" It would be ideal, yes. Uh, cool. I start drawing a symbol on the ground, <laughs> um, and I uh, I draw kind of a symbol s- similar to the portal one in the center of my armor and my shield, um, and I just say to Tarowin, "My lady, step upon the symbol, and you'll be brought to safety." As you do that, as you're drawing, you all hear. And see these eyelash bats start to come down. There's one, two, three, four, five of them surrounding you. And they are all aggressively hissing and clicking and starting to circle in on you. And Terwin, Terwin looks around and freezes. Even though you told her to get on it, she is terrified. I'm going to yell at Terwin just to kind of snap right out of it. Get on the symbol. What? I don't have a symbol. <laughs> I, I get on the, the thing I drew on the ground. I think I uh, <laughs> cracking up. I think I uh, such a dumb dumb to kind of force her out. I'm gonna cast uh, a cantrip hypnic jerk on her. Um, oh, that doesn't move her, does it? Never mind. I don't just have push to move her. her. Cast, cast, physically shoving her onto the symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Shove her on there. You have to be forceful with Tarowin, okay? If we know anything. Well, I was going to say I'm drawing the symbol. I'm going to cast Dum Dum Shove. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. Just seeing. Okay, cast Mage Hand to do what? I'm going to cast Mage Hand and push her onto the symbol. She's only like five feet away, right? Torash, I'm scared. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Push on. And I think the minute she goes on the thing, her blonde silvery hair starts to float as she feels Efren's magic kind of surround her. You better know what you're doing there. Uh, so she she does land on the symbol, yes? Yeah, Valen pushed her Great. fucking on it as she said, Torash, um, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I cast was a second level glyph of shifting. Um, you create a glyph by tracing it on a surface or an object, yada, yada, yada. Uh, when you cast a spell, you can choose a location that's known to you. I'm going to choose their ship within five miles. I assume we're in five miles. I think it's something around two or Dude, three uh, on the same sick. plane of existence. Uh <laughs> Uh, glyph is triggered when it's touched by a creature. Uh, technically, they have to make a wisdom saving throw or be teleported, but I would assume she's kind of willing to go. Um, uh, <laughs> With the mage and, and if so... I think she doesn't know what's going on. Uh, if that's the case, then she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, <laughs> she's a negative two, so that would be a... A fucking seven for her? Yeah, she's back at the ship. Uh, The glyph disappears. A portal appears around her. She's back safe in the ship. I'm kind of the only one who knows that. Way to go. I'm breaking the game. Good job. Also, take a point of inspiration because that was cool as shit. Wow, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah, Tanner, we can't keep you around for long. You're you're too broken. (laughs) He's very OP. He's higher level than you guys, to be fair. She's safe. We should get the fuck out of here. I'm just going to look at Efren and just kind of just angrily point at him. It's just like, you better know what you're doing with her. She's safe at the ship. Trust me, we need to go. She fucking better be. A little crushy crush over here. And then I'll, uh, I'll, um, ignite my, uh, I'll ignite my, uh, lightsaber. So intimidating. All right. So Tarwin 
disappears. You guys all are now kind of together. I feel like it's like that scene where you're back to back and you're all looking as these eyelash bat creatures start to swarm in on you. We are going to switch to our other group. So you guys all started to back out. Six was in the lead and a eyelash bat came down to you all. We are going to have Grayson go ahead and take his reaction shot. Uh, Grayson rolls at 12. That does not hit. Oh, no. Grayson, I think you're in shock of the creepiness of this creature and your shot goes right past it. Yep, great. Cool. Temple, you're up first. This creature's legs that are weirdly connected to its head almost start to like come out like their little claws coming towards six. Ah. Um, am I in on rough terrain? You are not. Okay. Uh, yeah, Temple's going to um, lead with a just a straight uh, unarmed strike against one of the legs uh, to try to pop it off, and then going to spend another key point for flurry of blows for two more punches on two more legs. Nice, radical. That's an 18 for the first strike, yeah. and then that hits. Rip it off. Nat 20 for the flurry of blows. Holy uh, <laughs> nice. So that's two of those. And then uh, for damage, gotta do that now. So do I have to roll two of those? Flurry of blows is two follow-up strikes. So is that two damage rolls then? Correct. And then you also would need to do double the damage on one of them because you rolled a, a natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay. And then for the... Thing's dead. Okay, so I'll summarize. Damn, Uh-oh. really good rolls. Uh, oh my God. Excuse okay. me. Yeah. Three sixes. Doesn't that mean something? <gasps> oh, oh my God. The first time. Well, Okay, I know, that's all of not this a good anyway. one, but I'm amazed right now. <laughs> it's pretty fucking rad. So yeah, so he he basically just like kind of dodges up and under the kind of moving arms. He punches the socket of uh, one of the legs and then does two more rolling punches into another um, to try to just completely cripple this thing. Um, he <laughs> he rolled uh, top damage on all of them. So it's six points of damage for the uh, unarmored strike or unarmed strike and then two sixes for the flurry of blows, which I think are doubled. So 12 and 12. Jesus. Calm so, down, yeah, Temple. He, <laughs> you rolled like Fuck 30 something points of damage. Fuck him up. <laughs> Amazing. That's fucking awesome. Just completely just greased this fucking spider. <laughs> yeah, he did. But also rolled three sixes, which and now a demon's gonna rip out your asshole. Yep. So Justine can give us her house rule. And they're eyelash bats, not spiders. Temple does this, and it dies instantly. He shreds this thing apart. Fucking it's sick. completely dead. It had twenty six health, so you just bam, brother. fucked him up. Um, yeah. So great job on that. So Temple, it dies. You look back at the team, but as they're looking at you, it rises, its dead body God damn it. starts to transform, and you see a demon appear. This demon has one red eye and three blue eyes, 
short white hair and the palest of skin with a hint of fire. Oh God, he's hot. <laughs> Why is that demon so hot? <laughs> oh God, he's spicy. Why has he got so many eyeballs? Oh Lord, I had a case of the vapors. Clutch my pearls. <laughs> he holds a hand out for you, Temple, to take. If I take your hand, what will happen? Don't take it, Temple. Don't do it, Temple. <laughs> do it. He says, "In does anyone speak Celestial in that group, in that mini group? I speak Celestial. Holy shit. In our group? Fuck yeah. Good job. Turn, figures double demon guy would. Yeah. He holds his hand out and says, try and find out. And if I say no? He, like, holds it back in and he, as he pulls his hand away, his features start to almost shift and turn even more demonic and evil. And he just, boom, a flash of power comes out of his hand and he says, Lilith sends her regards. And he completely disappears. Oh. Temple, you have a level two of exhaustion. Oh, no. Everyone oh, else in that group has a level one God. of exhaustion. Damn it. Oh, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> so everyone in that group has disadvantage. Temple, your speed's also halved. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think Temple uh, collapses and, um, you know, s- works to sit back into sort of a, you know, his usual meditation pose and just sits with what he experienced uh, <laughs> kind of in the midst of all this spider goo. Yeah. Can all of you roll a history check from that group? Um, you do not have to do it with disadvantage just because this would have happened before when you first saw his face. I want to see if any of you know who he is or if you know who Lilith is. Pants rolled a 21. Holy God. That's weird. <laughs> Grayson rolled a 17. Temple would probably approach that through religion. Um, yeah. Oh, you can do religion. Right. That's totally fine. It didn't make a difference. Uh, Temple rolled an 11. Okay, Temple, you were probably in too much shock that this spider creature came back alive. And you had also not been facing towards it right away. You would have not known. The rest of the group would have known that Lilith is a a very well-known devil. Um, But that's all you know about her. As in, like, I've heard stories, like, my parents used to tell me, don't be bad or Lilith will get you in the night. It's that kind of a thing. Like, she's very evil entity. Yeah, Lilith is the worst. <laughs> I look down at my right arm and I say, Tareth, what the fuck was that? There's no answer. Oh, thank God. Can't save you now. Pants uh, goes like, that kind of reminded me that of uh, Valen for some reason a little bit. I got the Valen heebie-jeebies all of a sudden. Really trying to make these connections. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying really hard. <laughs> I want to know. Really hard. I'm like, I how? I'm so mad how? I'm bringing Lilith up in this episode. <laughs> okay, do you guys all try to go find your other friends? Yeah, we do that. Okay, so on the other side of the cave, you all start to rush through these tangled spider webs to the direction that you knew the other team had gone. As we switch back to them, Tarawin had just disappeared into this portal and you and the three of them stood, you know, all their backs to each other, 
with these giant eyelash bat creatures coming towards them, hissing and clicking, advancing, and they all of a sudden heard the same demonic voice that the other group had experienced. As it said, Lilith sends her regards. And just like that, Ephraim seemed to be almost yanked from where he was standing. His suit looked almost as if a giant hand imprinted and crushed around him. And he disappeared. And that is where we are going to end the session. Rude! What the fuck? Juicy. God fucking damn it, dude. A portal not of my own creation. Tanner, Ephraim is fucking baller, dude. He's so cool. He is cool. He's literally fantastic. And we are so grateful that he got to be our first guest star. Tanner, why don't you go ahead and tell the world about your amazing podcast? Yeah, uh, by this point, I, I can't remember if I said this last time, but by this point, our uh, first campaign has wrapped, so if you want a story from start to finish, you can go listen to Evergreen. It's a story about uh, four high schoolers from the real world discovering a hidden world of magic. Um, uh, we had a lot of fun putting it together, and uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I love being able to uh, uh, come into a game and play wacky, zany shit, and uh, Portal Cleric seemed like the perfect thing to bring into a sci-fi world so thank you for letting me have Woo. fun and do <laughs> insane things that I should not have been allowed to amazing well thank you so much for listening we really appreciate everyone for tuning in if you're enjoying our show go ahead and check us out on social media you can see some live action videos of us playing through the podcast some phenomenal fan art and get to participate in some awesome giveaways and and contribute your ideas to the show. Plus, we have a phenomenal community developing both on social media and through Discord if you want to check us out there. Just click on the link tree that is in our description and come hang out with us. Until the next episode, may all your space travels be safe. Cheers! Share your favorite Tanner story. Oh, my favorite Tanner story... <laughs> Now, please do this, whether or not it's real or not. I really want this now. Oh, man. Hey, he saved my that life. That one time. You were in a well. You were so deep in he that He shit well. his pants. Okay. Whoa. No. Okay, good Tanner story. <laughs> Leaving out the part of the story where I was six months old. Yeah, of course I shit my pants, Lindsay. Yeah, Of course. <laughs> I did. Lay off me. I did it last week. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs>